Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. God, amen. And so he is a king. And so the word here that comes to my mind, amen, when I think about a king is nobility. And so what nobility nobility is is a it's a class of persons distinguished by high rank or high birth. And so you and I were birthed into God's kingdom by choice. And so did you know this morning that if you were royalty, they could not just tell you apart, amen, by the way you dressed, but by the way you carried yourself. And I'm not saying that, you know, go go out and buy some some Gucci clothes, amen, or some, you know, uh, God, yes, he transforms us. We, we start, actually, we don't look like um, a hipster no more, you know, a, a bum, amen. Um, he transforms us inside, and then so it comes out outwardly. And so we're we're called to a higher calling than this world. And so you and I were called to be different. And that takes us to our scripture this morning, Ephesians 5, 8 through 21. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For this fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have fellowship, and have no fellowship, with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by in them in secret. But all things are exposed, are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he say, says, 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 Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine. Amen. Don't drink beer. Amen. Hallelujah. And which is this dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things. To God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Amen. And so let's pray this morning. God, we thank you for the blood, Lord God. We thank you that you cleanse us, Lord God, from within, Lord God. And it shows, Lord God, on the outward. We thank you, Lord God, that you, uh, ha we can, you can use us, Lord God, for this very purpose, Lord God, as we live our lives to please you, my God that we would be an example to others, my God, as 
as uh, they, they see our lives, that they would want, Lord God, that what we would have, Lord God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so I remember, uh, this was a while back ago, I went to the store, and so um, with uh, my other uh, Christian brothers and sisters, and so I, I bought this keychain, and so uh, it was solar powered, it would blink on and off, and it said WW. JD. So I ended up giving that keychain away to uh, somebody that really wanted it. It was actually another brother. But unfortunately, he ended up backsliding later down the road. And so many of times, amen, when faced with real life situation, it's easier to uh, support a religious artifact than to live our salvations out and act like you know, Christians. So I thought to myself, I remember having that keychain, and I was like, what does this mean? I mean, I knew what it meant. What would Jesus do? Where did it come from, I was asking myself. So the phrase came from um, and became popular in the 1990s. They say, personal model for adherers of the evangelistic uh, Christian. Christian church, amen, or Christians who use the phrase as a reminder of their beliefs and moral, in a moral imperative to act in a manner that would demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ through the actions of their adherers, amen. And so that's you and I, amen. So Paul, amen, is writing in the is writing to the Ephesians church, and not just to the Ephesian church. But he's writing to the providence of Asia. Amen. So these were Christians. Amen. Um, in that area. That uh, were not Jews. Amen. There was Jews that were being saved. At the time. That were uh, being converted to Christianity. And so. But there there was uh, misunderstandings. And uh, tensions between the Jews and the Gentiles. Amen. And so this. Uh, throughout the Roman, amen, which was, you know, the, the, the Romans dominated there at, at the time. And how many of us can say, amen, racism this morning? And so even Paul dealt with Peter about this. So Paul was concerned with the lack of awareness that God's people, amen, had. To being Christians. Amen. And so. And you got to think about this. They're being surrounded. Amen. They're, they're new believers. They're new converts. And also they're, they're being surrounded by paganism. They're uh, new believers. Amen. So you, you got to think about when you first got saved. We, we didn't know much. Amen. About the Christian walk. So he starts dealing with. Uh, with, with these uh, new converts, these new people. And so he tells them, amen, that, that we are commissioned, amen, to, to carry the gospel for the Gentiles. Amen. Paul was deeply concerned with the Ephesians to have a correct understanding of all God, amen, had given them in Christ and what kind of life he, he wanted them to live. He writes a letter from prison, amen, 
that seems to be intended for several different churches of new converts. And so either if we're new converts or old saints, amen, we need to be reminded of how we should act towards one another in front of a watching world. Amen. And a lot of times we, we might say to ourselves, well, they're not watching us. But let me tell you, sinners are watching us. And I've, I've heard excuses from sinners why they won't come to Christ. is because they see us, amen. They watch us. And so I want to take a look this morning at children of light. And so children of light means that you have dominion in your life. That you have been set aside for the Lord. You can be distinguished from the people of the world. Amen. That are not of the Lord. Genesis 1, 1 through 4 says, In the beginning God uh, created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form. It was empty. It was a wasteland. It was dark. Uh, uh, darkness was upon the face of the earth. A great deep. The Spirit of God was hovering, moving. Amen boarding, amen, over the face of the earth. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. It was pleasant. It was suitable. And he approved of it, and God separated the light from the darkness. God made, amen, a dividing line between the light and the dark. And so, this morning, do you have dominion in your life? Are you able to make solid decisions in favor of your Christianity? Are you able to say no to people and things that would compromise your relationship with God? Um, oh, I remember this was years ago. My, my wife and I, we were talking. And one of the subjects that came up was, was my sister and my brother-in-law. And so my wife told me that, that they were saved. And I, and I told her, I said, no, they're, they're religious. I told her, look at who they hang out with. Look at their friends. I, I told her that all their friends, amen, are worldly. They're not saved. And I told her just because my sister and her husband's, her husband, amen, not husband's, Amen. Are good people, that doesn't mean that they're saved. I meet many good people here, amen. On work sets, I'm amazed, amen, how how uh, how helpful they are. And I start thinking, oh, well, maybe they're saved. And then they, they throw the F-bomb, they throw this bomb, whatever bomb. There were, there was this, there's this guy also that I was running into and I, for, a, for a while. I thought he was saved. He's a real good guy. Amen. And, uh, but, I mean, I would run in, I run into him all the time. And all of a sudden, he just throws out this word. And I'm like, okay, he's not saved. And he has a, well, the other day I saw him wearing a cross. Amen. And so, yeah, I need to witness to him. Hallelujah. And so, um, yeah, not, not everybody, amen, that's, that's, that seems to be a good person is saved. Um, um, I met some strange people as I was 
in my senior years. And so I had a friend, and she had a co-worker. And so this co-worker started coming along with us to, to different places, um, the bars. And so one day, her co-worker shows up, amen, with some other people. And so come to find out that these people were Christians. So they would not drink, they would not smoke. I just remember them being in all these worldly places with us. They were, um, they would be amongst themselves in their secret little circle, gossiping, smirking at every everything that was going on around them. And that was very strange to me. I, I remember just just being a sinner, and I was like, these people are saved? What are they doing here? Just thinking to myself. And um, so I, I would, you know, years later down the line, you know, thinking about that, I, I, I wondered to myself if the rapture would have come, taking place at the time, would, would they have been left behind? I don't think Jesus, amen, would have went into that bar to get them. I'm not talking about this was a regular bar. There was all sorts of uh, things going on. Man, I think I've seen more calm bars. But there was like women dancing on the stage and all sorts of sinful things going on. Amen. And so I have a problem with people that say that they, they're Christians. And always want to associate them with, themselves with unbelievers. Or want to be in the midst of unbelievers. Uh, let me throw a disclaimer out there, though. I'm not saying that you don't try to win sinners to Christ. Amen. I, I'm not saying that you don't try to invite them to church. Amen. But there's one thing, amen, to be pulled by sinners. Amen. Or be associating with them, like, regularly. Amen. And them have a bad influence upon your life. Um, one thing is trying to pull them into the church. One thing is trying to get them saved, amen. And one thing is for them to pull you back to the world. That's that's two different things, amen. We're, we're called, amen, to, to witness, amen. We're called to, amen, to try to pull them out of the, the, the fire, amen, that they're, they're, they're going to go, you know, to if they if they die. Second Corinthians six, fourteen, fifteen it says, Do not be equally yoked with unbelievers. Um do not make uh mismade alliances with them or come under a different yoke with them, inconsistent with your faith. For what partnership have what partnership have Right living and right standing with God with iniquity and lawlessness. Or can you say light have fellowship with darkness? Uh, what harmony can there be between Christians or Christ and uh, the devil? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? And so this Belial, amen, which is used here, the meaning is in the scripture is worthless, hence reckless, lawless. And so the word amen means lawless fellow. It is uh, 
generally used, amen, to describe Satan. And so how many of us know, amen, that people are not saved, amen? That's that's who they, a lot of times they act like. And so evidently, living as children of the light means that as Christians, we are always expected to let our behavior and our actions reflect in a such way that others in the world would see and give credit to God and His glory. Amen. This is true in all areas of our lives. The Bible says that we're light, amen, to represent God and His truth in contrast to uh, the darkness represented by evil, the devil, and His doings. Where there is evil, there is darkness. And so there needs to be light, amen. How many of us know that the that the, um, darkness needs to be confronted? And so as children of light, we must apprehend all kinds of darkness. Amen. I want to take a look this evening as walking as wise. So I looked up this word circumspect. And so it means to be cautious, it means to be careful. And so looking at this world in t- this word in two parts to help us understand the definition. The last part of the word speck means has to do with sight. Like spectacles, that's where the word be- comes from, amen. So it has to do with sight. And so or to inspect. And so the first part, circum, refers to a circle, a circumference. Thus, the word implies that we closely look around us, inspecting our surroundings, exercising caution. And so to walk circumspectly is to walk in wisdom. We can remember, amen, walking through areas that uh, might pose some danger to us. Sometimes I'm out in the field. A lot of times, sometimes I'm out in uh, the middle of nowhere and I'm always looking around. I'm thinking, is there a snake here? I mean, I'm thinking, uh, am I going to fall into a, a pit? I don't know. I see sand all around. To me, as a child, I remember uh, quicksand, sand pits. You know, so I'm like, I'm looking around, you know. I don't want to fall here, amen. Um, a while back I, a while back ago, I didn't look around, and I, I was driving my truck, and I got stuck, stuck in the sand. And I was stuck, amen. I had to call AAA to come get me out. Amen. So this word means that we would be careful. And um, being careful and alert as God's children, we're to be watchful. Amen. Of our circumstances that are around us. We are to be careful of temptations. Amen. For the enemy, amen, is is wanting us, amen, to fall into temptations. And, you know, he'll use whatever. He'll use people, amen, to uh, get us to fall. And so the scripture warns us, amen, also that that we have an enemy. He walks about like a roaring lion. And he wants to devour us. We need to exercise caution. Also, 
in concerned with attitudes and behavior. Amen. If we are not careful, we can develop a bad spirit and not realize it. Attitudes such as pride, bitterness, a critical spirit can hinder our spiritual progress. And so these things are, are things that we need to defeat, amen, continuously in our lives. Amen. Bring them under the submission, amen, of the Holy Spirit, amen, of God's word, amen. And that's why, you know, we, we need to be diligent about God's word because as we read God's word, amen, as we're in communion with Christ, we, we see these pitfalls in our lives, amen. And we can easily examine them and bring them, amen, in, into submission of God. Hallelujah. And so this goes hand in hand to consider things in the fear of God. And so nowadays people just react, amen, instead of thinking about, amen, what the, what the circumstances or, or the ramifications of what, of what they do. And so walking is wise to weigh things out in our life, to see, amen, if they're the will of God or not. To see if they benefit God's kingdom or not. Philippians 2, 12 through 15, it says, Therefore, my dear brothers, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so not only with the um, enthusiasm you show now in my presence, but much more when I am absent. Amen. So he's saying that, that not just because I'm present, amen, you know, you need to act this way when I'm not present. It's, he goes on to say, work out, um, cultivate, carry out the goal, and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe, and all trembling, um, self-distrust uh, with serious caution, uh, tenderness and conscience. Uh, watchful against temptations, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and uh, discredit the name of Christ. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectively working in you, energizing you and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Do all the things without grumbling, uh, fault-finding, complaining against God, and questioning and doubting amongst yourselves, that you may show yourself to be blameless and godless, innocent and um, uncontaminated um, children of God without blemish, uh, faultless, unrebukable in the midst of the crooked and wicked generation. Uh, amen. Among whom you are seen as a bright light, stars, beacons, shining out clearly in a dark world. Amen. And you and I, we live in this dark world. Amen. So we need to be, amen, children of the light. And I want to take a look lastly at having fellowship with one another. One another. And so a lot of people in the church, amen, see church as a religious activity or religious duty to perform. And a lot of times it's not in their heart. That's, that's why a lot of times you'll see people come to church on Easter, 
and on Christmas, amen, because it's, it's a duty to them a lot of times. It's a religious activity to them. And so we often hear of uh, people talking about fellowship. We hear, amen, said that we need more fellowship. But the modern idea of fellowship has become watered down. And so this word does not hold what it used to hold back then. As the New Testament believers. And so, amen, Luke tells us that these early Christians devoted themselves to fellowship. They didn't just have fellowship, they devoted themselves to it. So this means, amen, it was a priority in their life. It was an objective, amen, in their lives for gathering together. They made fellowship a priority. But, however, the view, amen, that we have a fellowship, a lot of times is coming together as a, in a fellowship hall. Amen. It's a place where we have casual conversations over maybe savory coffee or donuts. Amen. That's conference or harvesters. Amen. And so this is not bad this morning. Amen. To, 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 to be together. But it falls short according to biblical standards, according to the meaning of fellowship. And so the word, amen, comes from a Greek word called uh, coins. It means common, mutual, public. It refers, amen, to things, amen, held in common by, uh, by people, amen, by, by believers. And so there's two main ideas, amen, this morning in this word. It's a partnership and participation. And so these words, amen, um, and also in the sense of giving to others. And so the New Testament, amen, according to this sentence this morning, refers into sharing, amen, um, by all parties in, involving relationships, Blessing, burdens, privileges, or responsibilities. All believers in Christ share many things in common. So the persons doing the responsibility, all believers in Christ share many things in common. And so uh, this morning, but this this is a abstract quality, amen, in the world and the day you and I believe in. I mean, live in. And so the second word is uh, metkos, I believe. The basic idea is to have, amen, to have together. In sharing and partaking, amen, in association this morning. And so the, the basis on, on the meanings of this word have uh, four key ideas. And so one of them is relationship. So in the New Testament, it was, it was common for them to share, 
Amen. And because of a common relationship that we all have in Christ. And so it is important, amen, in, in both uh, Paul's writing and in John's writing, amen, that this was not just meant to be secular. Amen. It always had a spiritual significance behind it. How many of us know that that worldly fellowship versus godly fellowship is different? And so our relationship towards one another in Christ. And not also that, we want to take a look at partnership. Amen. Share together in a sense of partnership. Amen. As persons, amen, in the life of Christ. And so we're automatically co-partners in his enterprise here on this earth. In the uh, in Philippians, they view this, amen, not just as, as a partnership, but ministry in the gospel, co-workers who shared in the ministry. And so how many of us know that, that a lot of times, you know, there, there's, there's things that go on in ministry? And so we're all partakers of that, be it good or bad. Uh, it goes on, amen, companionship. The interchange or communion, communication, amen, that exists, amen, between believers. Association together through relationship that we hold in common. The key ingredient here is companionship, is communication, amen. How many of us know that, that a lot of times, you know, mis, um, misunderstandings, Amen. Come because there's not, amen, communication. In sharing of concepts, feelings, ideas, informations, needs, etc. through the words, amen, of others, amen, in, in the body of Christ, amen. And so all members of the relationship hold these things in common. In the community of Christ. Companionship, amen, communication is spiritually, not, all, not always physical, amen. And so I want to look also at stewardship, because a steward is one who manages, amen, another person's property. A steward is not an owner, he is a manager. A steward must recognize that all we have belongs to the Lord. And has been given to us as a trust from God to invest in His purpose. So believers need to be willing to share their material possessions for promotion of the gospel. Amen. And to help, amen, those in need. Amen. Good stewardship stems from recognizing our relationship with Jesus Christ. But in those mean, amen, but it also means recognizing our partnership in Christ's enterprise here on earth. And, you know, we, we do, amen. How many of us know we're an uh, evangelical church? Man, we, we give towards the things of evangelism. Amen. Towards the winning of, of souls. Amen. We were, yesterday we were part of that. Amen. We went and helped out another 
another church. James 5.16, it says, Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slip, your false steps, your offenses, your sin, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes um, tremendous power uh, available, dynamic in its working. Amen. And so, a lot of times, the, the Catholic Church takes this uh, scripture out of context. Amen. Um, this is actually, you know, th this scripture is, is written, amen, into a... In, in, a, in, a, in a form that we would help one another, that we would be there for one another, amen, that we would um, just um, get counseling, amen, from, from one another. And so, um, and it also is talking about us being accountable, amen, to one another. And the day and age that, that you and I live in, amen, this, this is far-fetched. And so God expresses himself, amen, through you and I. Think about this. I was, I, I told my wife that uh, I get, when, when I take showers, it's like I get revelations from God. I mean, so I, I took a shower and I was like, God just dropped this on me and it's like, so God expresses himself, amen, through you and I. And a lot of times we, we look at our brethren, we look at our sister, and we say to ourselves, uh, I can't learn anything from that person. But let me tell you, the Holy Spirit, there's, there's things about you guys that I see, amen, that, that God tells me something or convicts me about, that I learn from you guys, amen, and I'm like, oh, okay, God. You know, I mean, sometimes I don't tell you, but, you know, it's, you know, look, look around. Amen. There's things that we can learn from each other. There, there's things in partnership. Amen. And so God, his Holy Spirit reveals himself through his church, through you and I. Amen. And thank God that he does. And he speaks to us. Amen. Through one another, through our, through our lives. And, and I thank God for that. I thank God that I can learn, amen, from people, amen. I thank God that I can watch people, amen. Sometimes we can watch people and learn what not to do, amen. A lot of times, I don't want to do that, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, amen. I, I see the consequences of what they do, so I'm like, no, God, that's your Holy Spirit, amen, dealing with me. I don't want, I don't want to be dumb. Amen. And, uh, you know, we, we can minister, amen, to one another, amen, through, through watching each other's lives, amen, through, through our downfalls, through, through our faults a lot of times, amen. And uh, we're, we're a communion, amen, of, of God's people, amen. And so this morning... With that said, can I have every head bow and every eye closed?
You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.